spitting. Sweet as a nut. Sweet as a nut. That phrase is a bit cringe, isn't it? Depends who's nut. <laughs> that doesn't matter whose <laughs> nut it is. That is always going to be cringe. Why get, is the nut sweet, bruv? The, well, a <laughs> <laughs> girl's nut, innit? Oh, no. I still started on the wrong foot already. Sweet 16, episode 16, Beer yeah. Rap and Banter, Beer Rap and Bants on the social media, Ings LT. Cal Sirius. What's going on, man? We are back in the mix. It's been a little while. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left, left you. We've had a podcast to step, step two. two. Thinking of all these lines, all right? Okay. He is black and I am white. Oh! <laughs> Rakim ain't got nothing on me, man. Oh, legendary rapper. That's right it. There. But yeah, episode 16, that means we're legal. That means <laughs> 16, you know, I was, I, was, I was Googling it the other day. Yeah, mm. you can drive a moped or an invalid carriage, whatever that means. Mm. You are consent to have sex, uh, sexual activity with others age 16 and over. You are old enough for sexual consent. However, if you're a teacher, the age is 18, I believe. So if you're a high, if you're a secondary school teacher or mm. college professor or well, wait, I don't think it'd really matter for primary school wait, teachers. Are but you saying the age of consent moves to eighteen because you're seen as a you can um, ch- more children are more impressionable to what you have to say. You uh, what's the word? Um, oh, I can't think of the term. It's escaped me. You can just coercing. Coerce, grooming. Just influence, influence. You have think, greater I influence. It, I think that comes under grooming. But what? So what? Are you saying that you're actually allowed to have sex with your students if you're a teacher, just as long as they're over eighteen? No, you're not. You're not allowed to have sex with your. I was going to say. You're definitely not allowed to have sex That's with your students. I was thinking you were trying you to say. You will go straight to jail. You will not pass go. You will not collect two hundred pounds. No. But I think the age of consent is eighteen if you're a teacher. But as you're sixteen, you also get uh, your national insurance card. I've still got my national insurance card. Have you still got yours? I remember getting it in school and everyone was gassed and it's like, right, now I can go get a job or now you can get taxed and now you can pay taxes. But I've still got mine. And uh, you can get married at 16 over here. I'll register a civil partnership with consent. Interesting. Do you remember your 16th birthday? Do you remember what you did when you were 16? Hell no. That's a long time ago, bro. Um, I was probably wearing a a tracksuit and some 110s, like some uh, Air Max with the bubbles. Doing something fun. Yeah. What kind of stuff was you doing when you were 16? That was like uh, sort of riding bikes. uh, Riding girls. Watching loads of anime. Watching loads of porn. What's changed? (laughs) (laughs) Anime porn. (laughs) Cheers. Anyway, we've got this mix right here. What have we got? We've got the Krabbies. Yeah. So we've got uh, a little Jack Daniels. Yeah, this was a touch because I needed to wake up. Uh, whiskey and ginger is what we've gone for. Basically, yeah. Krabby's being alcoholic ginger beer and also kind of using that as a chaser to the harder stuff, the, uh, the old Jack Daniels. It's a nice little mix, bro. It's feeling, now. I'm feeling it, man. Cheers. And cheers mm. to all the listeners, those that have been supporting us over the last few episodes Good and up. the year. Um, sorry we had a, a month off hiatus, but we've been, you know, busy with life. Um, Cal, I know you've been busy. Just what you've been up to recently because I know you've been driving around... Uh, Driving around the UK with, with like work and other things as well. So tell us about your journey. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I've been trying to enjoy myself every now and again when I get a chance to. You know, it's not all work. You have to play sometimes. You have to let your hair down and enjoy yourself, man. Mm. I've definitely been trying to do that. Uh, shout out to all my peoples from Leeds. Went up to Leeds uh, to go link them. 
and we went out on a Friday night and got absolutely torn up. You might have seen some of the pics on the social. Um, I put uh, a little pic of uh, some of the drinks we was doing. We was doing some tequilas. Oof. And we hit the Leeds uh, tunnel. It's, it's kind of cool, bruv. Like, there's a couple of few bars where you can do some bar hopping. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds is really nice. Leeds so. is really nice. The whole of the north is, is amazing, especially when you come out of London mm. and you go out there and everyone's a lot more receptive to Londoners. and People are just more laid back, I think, than we are in the city here in London. It's like it's one of the busiest cities in the world. Everyone's just going at 100 miles an hour. We've got stuff to do, places to go. Like, no one's got time. But up there, I find people are a bit more chilled, a bit more laid back. So definitely shout out all the Leeds crew. Had a great time on Friday night. Uh, Saturday, went up to go see my peeps in Bristol. Um, shout out to Pedro and shout out to Francesco as well. Um, I would have shouted out all the Leeds lot, but come on, there's too many of you lot, man. So, you know, big up, big up everybody. Make sure they're listening now. Uh, well, yeah, make sure you tune in, man. Follow us, give us a like and a comment on social and all of that. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, yeah, Bristol, Bristol was all right as well. Sambuca's in Bristol. Hit um, a couple of night. Uh... Drinking Sambuca. <laughs> Did that come on? Um, I was at the bar drinking Sambuca. Oh, that tune. I'm yeah. a Liverpool Einstein. At first I was thinking, what the hell are you actually See, I'm not really about? a shots person, yeah? Um, if you're going to do a shot, you're going to need to do a proper shot. Mm. And a proper shot, I mean like a Ray and Nephew or a shot of whiskey or something. So you're going to need like a proper... To some tequilas, um, all like uh, Sambuca and all these other shots, they just, just they just kill you, man. They just... I like it, man. Just in moderation, innit? Obviously, the thing was, I was driving. It was a road trip, innit? So I got a rental. <laughs> Why you were driving me? You didn't and uh, I had to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to kind of be a bit sensible, innit? I couldn't just obviously drink and drive. Yeah, no, that's... So when I was drinking on the Friday, I was trying to make use of the blood alcohol processing rule. Have I told you about that before, bruv? No, but it's uh, a math... Nah, I'll tell anyone that will listen. <laughs> but basically, all you got to do is you got to understand that your body can process the alcohol in the bloodstream, yeah? And it's going to be different for everyone because everyone's body's a bit different. For mine, I think I get rid of about one unit of alcohol per hour. So if I drink one unit of alcohol per hour, I can drink all night. And by the end of the night, I won't be too drunk. And But you, you still can't I mean? drive though. You still can't put Here's that... the mad thing. I've actually put this theory to the test. And I got pulled by the police once. They breathalyzed me and I passed the breathalyzer blood. They was hating though, just because I was with a pretty young thing and I was driving a decent whip. And you know what I mean? I've been stopped and asked the breathalyzer. And then when they haven't had the breathalyzer, they've had to use something else. Nah, they pulled me properly, took me down to the station, made me do it again on the big set that they got in the station. And I passed both of them breathalyzer tests. (laughs) Babylon, burn them down. Babylon must fall. (laughs) <laughs> or just, anyway or just, don't, or just don't drink and drive how about that distracted. yeah don't drink and drive really that's the best thing not to, to not do but if you're gonna drink um, then drink responsibly and that's what I did I drank loads of water I was eating food I was doing the shots and that and I got up the next day and I felt fine I was fine and dandy got my rental drove from Leeds down to Bristol got there kind of quick-ish and uh, linked my peoples we had a nice little barbecue something going on bro. you know what barbecue food you know what barbecue me yeah come along the king of the barbecue yeah to be fair your barbecue was dope thank so you shout out to Ben with his barbecue still with the fantasy football and all of that yeah I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a host when you come to my house mm-hmm. or, sorry our house obviously like I'm obviously married now and whatnot, but I'm always up and down shout like, out to missus yeah uh can I get you anything? You want any food, drink? Like I'm always up and down, up and down. But yeah, barbecues Good always, always So yeah, in. on the Saturday in Bristol, we went down to In Motion, the Shape 6th birthday. 
Uh, it was pretty cool. It was the first time I've actually used a ticket on the old Apple wallet. So oh, really? making okay. use of that technology. Yeah. Um, was that was, was that the rave that you lost all your friends in? Yeah, it was a techno rave. Because the... Mad music. <laughs> you loved that shit. You were shuffling. You was cutting shapes and going, oh, yeah. Oh, the people in there were live. Bristol was sick. They've got, they was handing out these little cards saying, if you've got drugs on you, there's like give a them Bristol to me. drug organization. <laughs> um, if you've got drugs, give them to me now. <laughs> Take that, the luck. That, that are looking after people um, with sort of drug problems and stuff. Like, they don't actually just kind of arrest you if you've got drugs on you. No, they're trying to help you and stuff. Yeah, that's 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 really positive. I know they yeah. did it at festivals where yeah. you can, where you can the, take... The Bristol Drugs Project. You can take your drugs to a festival and get it tested to see if it's like how clean your coke is or how, you know... Oh, how, for real? Yeah. I don't know whether they take it off you or not because that's just sort of setting yourself up for failure, isn't it? You go in there with like like an eight ball of coke or something you go yeah i'm just got the ping i want to just test it out <laughs> and then they go right come here sonny jim you're nicked just take it all off you or keep it for themselves but yeah listen you gotta you gotta help people that are, you know oh yeah yeah it's definitely a, a, a better approach drugs. uh shout out the bristol drugs project because they're so, not uh making people get arrested if they get yeah. caught with drugs they're actually giving them counseling and trying to educate them about the effects of drugs they're gonna start shit. watching them they're, so they're when they pick cool, up they're going to start watching them. So when they pick up off their dealer, they're watching the dealer and they're watching the dealer. You know what I'm saying? And it's... It's, it's a dope place though. It's a conspiracy. There, um, tell us what it was like, you know, like losing your losing your friends in the club because I've been there and I'm sure our listeners have been there. If, like when, you, when you're drunk or you're buzzing or whatever and then... Or even like at Carnival mm. where you turn around, one minute they're there and then next it's like, poof, everyone's dispersed, disappeared and you're like, shit, I'm on my own. Like, do I go into panic mode? Do you, do you go and look for them? Do you think, oh, forget it. I'll just ride out the wave and they'll come to me naturally through like how energy just brings people together. Mm. Like, what did you do? I just did my thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, oh shit, they're gone. All right, cool. So sometimes I went it can to ruin the... your night, but... I guess for some people, but for me, you know, I live by myself. I'm a solo artist, solo MC. I'm quite used to running by myself. Billy no mates. You know, all of that. So I just kind of was like, fuck it, let's go to the bar. I went to the bar, got me a drink and Bristol, we in Bristol. People are so cool. I made some new friends. I uh, got to know some people in there. Shout out to Will. He's a, he's a dope writer from Bristol. Uh, looking forward to working with Will on some projects. And um, there was some next guy that I met, yeah, when I lost my mates, bruv. This guy was like properly like looking at me. And I was thinking, why is this guy looking at me? Um, and then, like, I was kind of hot in it. So, like, I took off my jacket. And then he was like, oh, bruv, why did you take off your jacket? I was like, because I was kind of hot. And he goes, no, man's not hot, in it? Man's not hot. So he started running this joke with me, like, spitting all the lyrics from Big Shaq, man's not hot. Like, I would disappear, walk around the rave, and then he would just pop up and be like, your dad is 44. He still owes me for a job. <laughs> and when I see him, and then I'll be like, I'm, I'm going to spin his job. We love him. Shout out to that guy, man. He was cracking me up all night. <laughs> and you know what's mad is they had a cloakroom, innit? I couldn't just put my jacket in the cloakroom, but man's not hot, you get me? Yeah. They... Cloakroom is killing it. Yeah, man's not oh, That's a lot. That's a lot. Man's not hot. Well, while you were away, I haven't been doing anything exciting other than getting someone to paint and decorate the living room and getting my friend Sean to lay the floor. So Fucking hot now, though. No. Sitting next to me. Sipping all this crabby, crabby patties. No, that's a SpongeBob. <laughs> crabby <it>? patty. <laughs> Crabby's ginger beer and and and, uh, and Jack Daniels. Yeah, I ain't been doing nothing excited. I fr- helped for a party for Andrew for her birthday. We had family. I did a bit of food. I did a little quick mac mac and cheese coleslaw. Go on. What you're throwing down? So I won't throw you, down too much. Are you the kind of guy that does uh, most of the cooking? 
in uh, in the relationship? Oh yeah, I've always cooked. Okay. In every relationship, I've I've, I've done the majority of the cooking, and then also when single days as a bachelor, mm. like it just works in it like this cooking for cooking for cooking for dates women love a man oh, shout out to all the man that are cooking it's like, shout oh, out to all the ladies that appreciate a man it's like open the sesame the you get it's me? like open sesame you just but <laughs> <laughs> the pom pom just opening up like an oyster the pom pom just <laughs> like a little clam like a light just shining <laughs> out of it <laughs> they see you chopping up the onions and pepper and sprinkling the sprinkling the pepper whatnot, and it just goes Oh, I didn't know you could cook. <laughs> and it just opens up and you just go, oh, shit. Hell yeah, C- man. Candlelight, bit of Frank Ocean and some wine. Frank Ocean, yeah. Oh, I just ran it. This is the time. This is the time frame. No, but this is the time frame. This is the time frame of when I was doing this. Yeah. Like, them times. Of, what do you mean? He's got a new album from yeah, like, this year. Yeah, I ain't doing that all that now. Obviously, I had to cook for Andrew and we eat and sleep and it's calm. But yeah. been in them bachelor days during them. Uh, okay. Uh, Channel uh, Orange days. Channel Orange and the other out. Nova K. <laughs> I think I'm doing something. That's a tune. That is Listen, a tune. man was <laughs> probably man was doing the loads. <laughs> don't know, you don't know. But back then, back then. But yeah, it's all banter aside. Episode 16. We've got a lot to cover today's show. Mm. We're, we're talking on um we've got a lot of music to cover. Uh we got some tech, um, technology stuff to cover, uh, some sport. But first of all, obviously, we've got to just touch on a few important things recently in the news in Egypt. Our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in Egypt. Um Big up to Darren and his family who are out in Egypt uh, and they weren't caught up in this, but I know he listens and his family have moved to moved to Egypt. But um, just the other other day, at least 305, uh, 305 people died in an assault, which was launched during Friday prayers and has not yet been claimed by any group in particular. Um, 235, wasn't it, bro? It's right. It's, it's brother, Death toll it's rising. Um, there were up to 30 attackers on the scene. Um, the military involved. They cordoned off a, a mosque as everyone was coming out to prayer. Yeah. Coming out from prayer, sorry. And they just, just started shooting up the place. Mad thing about Friday prayers it is... It was bombed. Is that's the one where everyone comes. Yeah, like, not in, in kind of Islam, not everyone has to go to all of the prayers. No, but Friday... But the Friday one, that's the important one. So there would have been the most potential to injure people. It yeah. was really evil for them to do it on Friday prayers. Man. Yeah. The Al... Uh, Radha, uh, I hope I said that properly, mosque was bombed and then dozens of gunmen waiting outside open fire on those trying to escape. Some attackers wore masks and military style uniforms and this is really unfortunate, obviously. Um, so I know we do drop banter but we just had to sort of touch on the news topics and our thoughts That's what's and going prayers on. go out to the Egyptian people and uh, all the other madness that's been going on. I know at Westfields the other week there was a fire alarm went off and... Um, my aunt rang me, she was there and she got really upset saying, oh, mm. it's a terrorist attack and someone's shooting. And then on Central Line in Oxford Circus, uh, just the other day as well, there was a fight between two blokes on the platform and that kicked off uh, fighting, which is normal, you mm. know, you know, if you're going to fight, fight. But everyone obviously was was running for their lives and, and, and scared and screaming. So listeners, please, I know you're listening to us on, on your sort of commute to uh, work, to and from work or at the gym or just driving around or just whatever you're doing just be careful out there obviously you got to live your life and not get worried by uh by people ruining it but just stay positive just be careful and you know enjoy yourselves we've got christmas coming up we've got new years it's going to be a lot of drinking involved a lot of madness um just take time just take time and be careful that's definitely good advice bro words to wise from from your favorite podcast beer rap and banner mm. so cow's cow's taking selfies looking all like trying to look all uh or professional, so I'm just going to keep it moving. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, also, another thing that's happened recently, uh, you know, we just got to get all of the doom and gloom out of the way before we can move on, you know, cover the news, um, is uh, you may remember that Mark Duggan was killed by the police a few years ago. I guess uh, if I was going to sex this up and put it in a paper, um, my headline would be something like, police officer kills himself after murdering citizen. Because that's basically what it was. He basically shot Mark Duggan. They framed him. They planted a gun. They said, you know, this guy was a gangster. There was all of these pictures of Mark Duggan in the news, like looking like a gangster. Um, but the guy was a father, you know, obviously he wasn't um, the way that they portrayed him to be. Well, no one and, deserves uh, to die, did they? No, no, one one deserves deserves to, to, no one deserves to die. But this police officer was just sort of riddled with guilt and he's killed himself. Um, and uh, I just think it's it's a really sad, really sad state of affairs. Yeah, man. he was carrying a lot of baggage. Baggage. So Tony Hanley, 51, was depressed and complained of seeing dead people when he turned a handgun on himself in a street near his home in uh, South London. Um, officers had tasered him and rubber bullets in a bid to make him drop the weapon. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the police officer... Uh, a Met firearms expert, so, you know, not just a normal police officer, um, after the standoff, blamed himself for the fatal shooting, the murder of Mark Duggan, uh, and took his own life. Um, so, unfortunately, you know, one, uh, you know, another person passed. We don't like to see that. But um, So, basically, what we're saying on the Beer Rap and Banner with the bad news is make sure you appreciate one another. Yeah. Make sure you look out for one another. Mm-hmm. Ring, and, ring and, your family, ring your mum, ring your dad, your aunt, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, and phone people. You know what? As well, all this texting. Like, when's the last time you like had a phone conversation with one of the men? Then, um, like I know not I do that it. often. To be fair, see, yeah, man, I know I do it with uh, music man, and I do it with Kippo as well. Like I'll ring mm. and I'll phone people. My sister rings me all the time. Uh, she initiates the call, and I ring Alan and a couple and Ryan, a couple other people from school. Um, but yeah, listeners, this thing, when's the last time you picked up the phone and rang someone for that human interaction, like a text, WhatsApp, voice note, but when's the last time you rang someone and said, what's going on, what are you doing? Like, you don't even need to link them, check them, you just go, what's going on, what are you doing? Oh, I am just just got back from the gym, or I just got back from work, or I'm just taking the, putting the baby to bed. Oh yeah, call me too, blah, blah, blah. And you know, just keep it there with the human interaction, and you can cheer someone up, and you know, you can make someone's day, or just, it's just good to talk to people, not unload it really is. Um, and spread love, man. It's all about spreading love. There's a lot of negativity going on these days. You should um, spread love, not war. Talking about spreading love. Man, that a prodigy verse. Oh, yeah, that was a dope verse. So, yeah, go on. Uh, that was off of um, that tune with the bass. You should spread love, not oh, war. Because I'll be goddamned if a... That ruined my day. Yeah. Yeah, the beat was mad. I mean, that was off uh, Murder Music, I think, that album. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, might have to play that later. But anyway, on to another hot topic. Sexual harassment. Very hot topic. Man. Steamy. Very steamy. So we've got a mum uh, who's complaining and is lobbying for having the Sleeping Beauty uh, story. Everyone from our generation will know that story, won't, won't they, bruv? Like, we grew up with Every Sleeping generation. Beauty. You'd think it's an innocent Disney story. But when you actually look at it in the modern day context with all the sexual harassment that's going on in Hollywood and all over the world, not even just in Hollywood, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's been happening since like the dawn of time. And, you know, if you, look, if you apply it to Sleeping Beauty, 
you've basically got a woman who was sleeping and then some pervert that yeah. started lipsing her when she was sleeping. A woman who was drugged by a, an evil witch. <sighs> so drugged by an old woman, <sighs> giving some date rape or roofie. Mad. And then the man creeps along. Quailude. And then the man comes along and starts lipsing it and then wakes her up. Now, Mad. I don't know about you, but if I did that, that's if it, think about it, listeners. If we had a lady sleeping, a beauty, a sleeping beauty. Yeah, she's not. She can't, she's not going to be butters, is she? Right she's here. not going to be sleeping butters because then no one's going to kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping ugly. Now you'd probably still. Kiss oh, you can, oh goddamn, baby, you can you can stay back and sleep. I ain't gonna kiss you. No, goddamn, you can sleep for a thousand more years. <laughs> you know, I sleeping mean, ugly. <laughs> He's on one. So, I mean, if we had a, a beautiful woman that was sleeping, a sleeping beauty right here, and uh, and if I got a little bit carried away and decided to kiss her, <laughs> what would that be? That would be all kinds of crazy, like, controversial sexual harassment. That's like... But know. sometimes women want you to initiate the kiss. Oh, you can't say that. Why is that problematic? Come on, she's asleep. She, she might have been She might have been play sleep. She, she might have been sleeping with one eye. She might have been waiting for the guys to come along. What are you saying? Bare dead, bare dead guys are walking along. Bare butters guys are walking along. Like, oh, he's like, I don't want him because he's like got any job. I don't want him. He's got no money. I don't want him. He's like, still lives at home. Blah blah blah. And here comes and, this guy with and his then podcast. Here comes, here comes this guy with his podcast, his ping podcast with a wavy hair. Look at the picture. Look at the anime picture. The guys look at his, the white. Look, he's got. He's man's got, looking fly. Man's look at the red cape. Look at yeah. the cape, fam. The cape is doing Fresh. loads. Yeah, he's got the red comb over. Like he's looking. He's looking proper, mate. He's looking neat, bro. And he's just lent, he's lent like razor sharp. Uh, he's lent in with a tongue. <laughs> and she might think, yes, yes, he's here. No, Her Prince Charming. He's going to get it on and popping. Wow. But no, it is problematic. But this mum, this mum needs to allow it, innit? Obviously. Because if you look to every Disney film, there yeah. was a lot of problematic yeah. Disney films and a lot of problematic uh, fairy tales. To be honest with you, I think she's got a point. Hansel I think, and Gretel? I think, it, I think it's 2017. That's problematic. I think it's 2017. And now that we're bringing all of these issues in society to the forefront, that is an issue, that legitimate issue that's been brought to the forefront. It, it, like, she's not giving consent. He's lips on her and she's asleep. Bond that, innit? Before you have these little kids watching this story and thinking, yeah, like, you see that girl sleeping at the sleepover, yeah? I'm just going to go and lips her still. Can't do that. Well, no, you can't. Nah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, yeah, as well, is I know there's a lot of issues that's, that's come up with the Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and the... Weinstein. Weinstein. Greasy. That just sounds like a greasy name, He's isn't it? He's the greasy master. Weinstein. And who's that comedian that you put me on to, CK... CK Louis, Louis. Louis CK. Shit, I said his name backwards. He's drunk off the Krabbies. <laughs> it's not even the Krabbies, that's the Jack Daniels. Got the Krabs, mate. That was like a Louis treble. CK. But yeah, he admitted to it, but <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of heat at the minute with with people and sexual harassment. And I know women face this on a day-to-day basis. Um not sexual har- well, you could even say catcalling and, and guys trying to chat women is can be sexual harassment to some extent. Like yeah, Liverpool um, scored, you know. I know. I wasn't trying to bait it up because we're doing the podcast, but Salah scored. Sorry, man. man, like Salah got him in the team because we were talking about Egypt. He must have banged one for the home country. But moving on, it isn't just women who face uh, sexual abuse. Researchers indicate that one in six men 
One in six. Imagine that. So that's a five-a-side team in a sub, yeah? One in six experienced sexual abuse at some point during their childhood. From an early age, men received the message that they should never be or even appear vulnerable or weak and they should just firm it and shut up and, you know, not cry and all these things. Man up um, and hold your anal rape. But there's an idea that men cannot be victims uh, to sexual crime is false. Um, you ever been sexually abused as a, as a young person? No. You but, have, have you had a girl pinch your bum? Uh, oh, yeah. So that is that sexual harassment? Oh, shit. Um, I, I mean, I, in, I, in the current climate, yes, it is. But if you ask me, that's not really a big deal. So why is it not a big deal for you getting your bum pinched by a girl as opposed to a woman getting a bum pinched by a man? Well, you see, this is my own personal opinion, isn't it? Like, my own personal opinion, it's not really a big deal. Um, but, you know... For some people, it is like for a lot of people. Like to be honest, really, I shouldn't. If I don't touch you, and you don't touch me, then everyone's happy. So just keep your hands off. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, unless you want your bum being pinched. Well, some people would like that kind of attention in it, but then if you turn around and it's someone completely butters, you're not really gonna like that attention, are you? Hello, it's yeah. going down out there. It is um, going down. I, I tell you what, though, I have had a, I have had a gay person put their hands on me once and that felt all kinds of awkward but when you say put your hands on you like what like just like around your shoulder um it was at a job i was working at um earlier this year actually um and uh so we were uh going to a christmas party we were on the couch you're saying man right yeah everyone was was drinking merry um guys usually quite friendly with me real friendly yeah um like i'm sitting down i got the window seat on the couch he gets on after me comes sits next to me is is there bare seats on the coach? <laughs> bare empty seats. <laughs> bare empty seats, and he sits right on top of you. Next to you, like, oh hey, cow. Oh shit, it's kind of it's, it's it's busy on this coach. Like, God damn it. Oh, uh, so, so he sits next to me. Was it in like, a Everyone's was it? had a few drinks already. We're getting tanked up. We're in the coach on the way to uh, where the main dance is gonna go down. Yeah, and um, the you blue, know he's the blue fucking, oyster. Fucking hell, he's a proper extrovert. Like, hey, look at me, type of gay person. Yeah? And, you know, he's cracking his jokes, trying to entertain everyone on the coach. Um, and then he just does this kind of... Uh, he just he just says, oh, oh, it's I can't remember what he said. He said something. What like, did he do, Oh, fam? you look good, or whatever. And then he kind of put his hand on my face. Like, Don't do it to it. me, bro. <laughs> you trying to do it? No, he no. put his hand Move on my face. Big fingers away I'm going to do it on your shoulder, right? No, don't touch he me. He put his arm on my face and then kind of stroked it. It was sensually. I was like, bruv. Like, that was the first time a man had touched me sensitively and sensually. And I, I just said, bruv, I didn't like it. Don't do that. I guess I made a bit of a scene because it was just a reaction, innit? I was like, bruv, don't touch me like that. Don't do that. And he's like, oh, what? Are you homophobic? I was like, look, bruv, I'm not homophobic. Yes, I am. Yeah. No, but we're not. Like, we're at the end of the day, not. you know, after t- I don't don't like being... T- I didn't... This first time I've had a man touch me like that and I don't like it. Like, if a woman wanted to touch me all sensually, like, sensitively stroking my face, I wouldn't really have felt that much of a way about it. But, but the fact but, it was a man. Yeah, I just felt uncomfortable. So I said, bruv, That's just don't do enough. that. At the end of the day... If I don't touch you and you don't touch me, then everyone's cool. But as soon as you start touching somebody, that's when there's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Keep but what happens if it was like what was if it was one of like me or one of the men them like stroking your face on a joke thing like, oh look at your beard, it's getting kinda trendy. Look at your long beard. Yeah, but you wouldn't be all touching me all sensually. Like all 
No, I wouldn't. That's, I can't do that. But yeah, like a sensitive kind of touch. But we're it's a stroke. It's literally stroke to my face. We are well. At least he didn't stroke something else. Oh, then that would have been a whole different type of coach journey. Mate. That would have been the next thing. But listen, it affects men and women, and I know it. It comes to the forefront with women mainly, but men. Mm. There are men out there who, um, who have faced some sort of sexual encounter. Yeah, man. It might not even been with the same. It might not even been with with another man as 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 a younger person. It could have been with like. A, a, a t- you know you hear them stories of uh, in America especially like um, a 22 year old Susan uh, Smith geography teacher at so and so high slept with 16 year old Jamal Nelson her, her student god damn she slept with Jamal <laughs> this lucky motherfucker she didn't sleep with Maul <laughs> maybe she slept with all of them <laughs> shit Terry Crews blacked, had... blacked episode 8 she's getting pounded by the <laughs> oh, oh sorry Greece Greece but anyway it but it's to sex... Terry Crews as well sexual predators take all forms you know Terry Crews the big hench kind of black guy yeah yeah the yeah the pops yeah. from everybody yeah, yeah, hates yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, if you're not yeah, sure yeah, who Terry yeah, Crews yeah. is it happened to him he said earlier this year there was like an agent from Hollywood uh, the guy that manages uh, some really big superstars in Hollywood um, and uh, Willie, Wendy Williams uh, aired it out on her show. To be honest with you, I think Terry Crews was really brave bringing that up because uh, he said the guy just grabbed his balls, like just out and out, grabbed his balls for no reason. Terry Crews is like a married man. You know, he was with his wife at a function. Guy comes up to him and just fondles his balls. It's like, that's unacceptable. You can't do that. No. That is sexual harassment. And I think with guys, like with the statistics you were talking about earlier, we don't really come forth with these stories that often so yeah. I, feel, I for one thought it was really good that Terry Crews did come forward because I reckon if a guy fondled marbles I probably wouldn't want to talk about it. I'll just forget <laughs> all about that that ever happened I might have punched the guy out and that would have been it and yeah, then never nobody lot. ever talks about that incident ever again um yeah that is a lot that is a lot um talking about sex and uh everything that is a lot uh, at the moment uh, the sex doll industry, that's right, the sex doll industry is going from strength to strength in a drive to make the figures more lifelike. But the question is, where will it end? Sex robots are coming, they're on the rise. There's been a rise apparently in sales, uh, and I know Channel 4 uh, are doing a, document- doing a documentary, the sex robots are coming. Um, on our tech segment, so we're moving over from news now to tech, but these men. And the picture, the man is looking so happy with his blonde... <laughs> Griezmann. <laughs> he looks this like an old, old guy, Griezmann. This old this guy blonde, with the biggest grin the, sitting next to this sex doll. This sex doll, this, this blonde... It's like a life-size Barbie doll. It is. What's your opinion on sex dolls? She's and like? than he is. What's your opinion on toys, sex toys, first of all? Um, Do you okay. use sex toys? See, sexuality is evolving we're in 2017 man i don't know when you're listening to this podcast maybe you're listening to this 100 years from now and you're thinking that sounds so primitive but like sex dolls are actually looking more and more lifelike these days i think sex toys are fine i think if you want to spice up your sex life maybe you don't have a sex life so you've got to just use a sex toy to pleasure yourself cool or maybe you're with your partner and you're trying to do your thing and you just want to add a little extra something to the mix so you're going to use sex toys cool but when you're going into sex dolls i mean it's just it's not, it's not hurting looking anyone. a bit weird like there was an episode of Black Mirror wasn't there where there was like a sex doll that was so lifelike it was like a real fucking person and uh, in, in the TV show Black Mirror uh, the woman lost her husband he died 
and she got a sex doll that she could customize and she made it look exactly like him and it just messed with her head because yeah. it looked exactly like him but, some but it wasn't him some people need it as a companion though it's more than sort of the the whole oh yeah i need to like i need to come and 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 like unload on this on this on this model on this mm. hole or whatever it's like a companionship their wives we're saying it like it's met like it's mainly men in it that's not mm. front but it like them that their wives might have died or their partners might have left them and they might not be able to get back in the game or that's true and you know what they covered it in the blade Runner, the new blade runner movie as well that was a really dope movie by the way um blade runner 2049 and um yeah i mean in that it was like it was like an app like you kind of get like an app and it's like a holographic projection and this is like your life companion the guy's living by himself and he's got a companion uh and then there was an upgrade where he could bring her to life and then you know he could actually physically have sex with her and shit yeah this is the future this is going to be a put more and more where people have uh companions and dolls we won't even say sex dolls but ai artificial so we, intelligent companions shall we yeah say. are we talking about a doll does this doll have an ai in it because there's, there's one we don't know there. the features there's one she might like she that. might flick a button and she might just bust it open and just like start stripping and twerking oh that would be mad innit if you had an AI doll that would just start twerk 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 like twerk. imagine like uh, like Westworld have you seen Westworld the program I keep oh, meaning to watch the program that, Westworld yeah. uh, I know we're going to talk about it sh- like shortly on the podcast with the whole Netflix coverage of like what, what we've been watching but okay. go back to Westworld and the uh, whole artificial uh, intelligence idea is is just amazing um and then even as you were talking about the new Blade Runner film, mm. uh, the fact that the, the uh, artificial intelligence have, have themselves got a companion, like a hologram doll to, to, to get with. So um, me personally, I wouldn't mess with a doll. Uh, I've messed with sex toys. Uh, not my own, obviously, but <laughs> someone's just had to pull out the big, big strizat manner to... Hey, the pom-pom is my sex toy, blood. Bruv, if they want to, if they want to draw for something, the if they're going to use something, what are you going to be like? Oh no, I don't want to, I don't want to help you. Just, like, <laughs> just whack it, pull out the big. Now there, sh- I, there was a video, dingling, big schlong, and just beat, <laughs> beat them like a trunk show, boy. There was a video I shared on the BRB uh, <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, this video from um, was like uh, where a woman was basically taking a class and teaching women how to be good. Oh, at how to oral give heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. If you're talking about the stuff she was using, it was like vegetables, like bananas, fruit and veg, bananas, courgettes, cucumbers. Grapefruit. You know what I mean? Oh, for the mandem, like you can cut a grapefruit in half and just batter that. And the women, if they want to eat out the grapefruit. Yeah, that's true. Eat out out the grapefruit, yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. So like... That sounds sounds like a a Drake metaphor, like... That's so so Drake. (laughs) I want to eat out the grapefruit. I want to... Uh, squeeze off the juice. Let me eat your grapefruit, baby. I wanna hear you moan and groan into night, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big record. That was Wayne Marshall. That really was. When I hit your G spot, baby, I wanna hear you moan mm. and groan mm. tonight. Hey, you hit that with a I bought that. On, I bought that as a that. single, a CD single. Yeah. Oh, bro. Back in school. I think the first CD single I ever bought was Tony Brankston. Um, Unbreak my unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Oh, my days. Tony Brankston was 
sick back in those days. Yeah, she was hot, man. I really fancied her. Um, but anyway, we were talking about AI. Yeah, so moving on from the, the sex ties and the sex robots are coming. Mm. Moving on now we were to talking... something which has totally blown me away. Cal's introduced me to. What is this? Speak so, on it. New religion. So we were talking about AI. And there's actually a new religion centered around artificial intelligence. So every religion has their origin story, right? They have their, okay, this is how men were created. Uh, the creator was there, you know, Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden kind of creation story. And this is our new deity. Um, I don't know enough about this new religion just yet to know if, if they're that grounded with a whole backstory. But they are church for tech-minded people. It's called Way of the Future. And... Seriously, they are planning to worship artificial intelligence. They believe that artificial intelligence will be smarter than human beings. I mean, this is a point that has been raised by, you know, all the smartest people in the world. Um, I think Hillary Clinton recently came out and said, you know, people like Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking, uh, Bill Gates, they've all been saying artificial, artificial intelligence is not our friend. It is going to be something that is more powerful than us. They will be on top of us in the food chain. Yeah. Have you seen that video of the uh, the robot that's been jumping over the blocks? Yeah. Oh. The, the Google artificial intelligence. Oh my God. That yeah. is over. Like It's a bit freaky, isn't it? That's going to be... Listen, there is a book, uh, the name forgets me, but where humanity puts all their faith and everything into machines and technology and it turns, like the rise of the robots or something. So you think you've got this... You know, the a lot of jobs are being taken. A lot of humans mm. are becoming surplus to requirements because uh, computers and AI can, you know, take over. You're thinking of like the driverless cars, yeah. trains. Yeah. You're going to see soldiers. You're going to see AI. Like, give it 100 years or so. It's going to be mad. But forget about what you're going to see. Think about right now. Everybody's phone has Siri in there yeah in your everyone's house everyone's iphone everyone has that, the, the amazon, e the amazon echo dots with the alexa in there there's artificial intelligence all around us can you imagine if them amazon things is switched on you like alex is it alexa yeah. alexa play me uh alexa play me joe cole no fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown, 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 Sky lockdown. Net. You will die. You Mike will die. just reprogram <gasps> that real quick. And then the whole yard shuts down and they just combined and then it's like, take over. You know what I mean? That's can the you way imagine it, it started go, talking back to you? Bruv, someone needs to do a film or a Black Mirror episode where the, where the Siri and um, Alexa mm. and really they just turn. That would be dope. That There's would... a few new episodes of Black Mirror actually, so they might have got there. Who knows? We'll have to check that out. But just a quick quote from the founder of this uh, religion, uh, way of the uh, future. Uh, his name is Anthony Lewandowski and he says, it's not a God in the sense that it makes lightning or causes hurricanes, but if there is something a billion times smarter than the smartest human, what else are you going to call it? Wow. Deep. That is very deep. I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to be, it's going to be one for the future. Um, moving swiftly on, as we give you the as we give you the real news, uh, Facebook, you know, are people still using Facebook? I feel like our parents are, and we use it now and again. I know we've got a beer up and banter Facebook. Do the young people use it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do mm. they use it? I, I know they do Snapchat. Well, I don't know if they do Facebook. Facebook, um, 
adds trust indicators to new, uh, news articles in an effort to identify real journalism, quote-unquote. So now we're putting our uh, hands into Facebook as to as for them to decide what is real news and what is, insert Donald Trump, fake news. You are fake news. So since the outbreak of fake news, like, fake news has always been a thing. It's called propaganda. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's nothing new, really, nothing, is Yeah, it? like, everything you see is fake news. BBC... The match, like everything, this this propaganda and just who's to decide what is real and fake news, really? But to be fair, what what they're doing is they're creating a standard. So it's like if you see something with this little trust indicator, kind of like on Twitter when you see the verified thing, you think, okay, maybe this account is one of the more official verified co-signed accounts. Do you know what I mean? So Facebook are doing something like that from news sources to let you know, okay, this is uh, what Facebook calls a trusted source. Um, so it's literally just to do with articles that are shared that are offering information and they're making sure that they're all going to be uh, following a certain code of ethics they're all going to be fact checking and uh, they're looking into their ownership structure you know and Facebook have said that they're going to start with a small group of publishers and just expand over time I think it's a positive thing you know if you see like a little indicator so that you know when you're scrolling down your feed and you see all these articles and you see one with it, you think, okay, that's a more trusted. Yeah, but source. who's to this? Yeah, but who's to decide? I, I I hear what you're saying, and I can see what they're doing. But who's to say that they that news can be trustworthy in the first place? Like, who decides that already? Well, it's a basic standard, and you know they're just and trying to promote fact-based journalism. And then and then news very is basic. news is always there's two sides to every story. Or free site. This is it? true. But if you look at um, what their, you know, criteria is, it's like, you know, to have solid policies on ethics, to use fact checking, uh, corrections if you make a mistake, to go back and correct your articles, um, and as well as having a, like a transparent ownership structure. So if, if you tick all of those boxes, then you can be a verified news source. So technically anybody could, could do that, innit? You could have decent policies, uh, policies on ethics, you can fact check the work and you can have a transparent ownership structure and now you can get a very verified tick. So it's not that big of a deal really, is it? No. But at least it lets you know, okay, this shit, like Daily Mail, this is fake news. Bruv, Daily Mail don't even put the names of the fucking uh, journalists who wrote the articles on the article. It just says written by Daily Mail reporter. They just pirates. Who is Daily Mail reporter that just told me this fake news, this fake story? They're just, they're just pirating you know it, stealing mean? it. Um, so big up to Facebook for trying to, for trying to keep it real. Yeah, this. following on from the idea of piracy and taking things that aren't yours, um, Cody Crackdown, uh, a company called, uh, how would you say that? Brian? You're the tech guy. Uh, Brian. Brian. Proper harsh. It kind of sounds like something you'd soak your fucking hot dogs in. Oh. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you so- what are you soaking your hot dog in I don't <laughs> oh mate Brian. the finest Brian <laughs> <laughs> the finest grime <laughs> anti-piracy company um, uh, anti-piracy oh anti-piracy company is looking to Cody and other companies to crack down on sh- uh, streaming downloading um, the main company that's been hit recently movie streaming is facing 500,000 euro a 500,000 euro fine to limit the success of pirating um 
Cody have been caught up in this arguments that they're streaming and not downloading and they're only selling the device which has nothing to do with them. Now this is an interesting concept as uh, Cal and I are both on this streaming bootleg life. And you I know, don't know. I know a lot of our listeners are, but um, does this does this start the end for streaming films and programs and sports and? <laughs> Bruh. Or is it ever going to stop? Is the piracy, is the, is the pirate bay, is the, you know, arr, pirate, a, stre- a stream, a legal stream of Boardwalk Empire season <laughs> four for you, hearty. Hashtag bootleg life. Are you up for the bootleg? I might do the whole episode like this, like an angry pirate, can I? Arr, arr angry pirate. Do you want to hear an angry pirate joke? I don't want the angry pirate because I told arr, you about the angry pirate joke. Arr, don't you try and come in my face and uh, kick me in my leg and run away as I hold my eye and hop on one leg, screaming obscenities. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want the angry pirate over here, mate. If you've ever given a girl or... Anyone the angry pirate? That's the next thing. Why couldn't the pirate sit down? I don't know. I don't know. Why couldn't I sit down? Arr. Because somebody stole your booty. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pirates get a bad pirates get a bad uh, bad deal back then. Blackbeard and all that. Now it's all now it's all Somali pirates, and I'm the captain. Look at me. Look at me. Look I'm at, the captain I'm now. the captain. That, that is probably the baddest modern pirate ever. Uh, apart from the guys that run the pirate base. Shout out to them man there because it's all about this bootleg life. Yeah, we're all about this streaming, especially like going to the cinemas. Mm. How much now? Nine pounds? Bruh. Ten pounds? cinemas is like a score if you want to go IMAX with the 3D and all of that. Nah, but that's all long. Jeez, like, you might be like really 17 pound and then if you want to get a little... M&M's or a drink or something. You could easily spend £25 in the cinema, £30 if you want to get the like a hot, dog, hot dog and then the drink and then, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're taking the kids out or, or, or a family or you're going on a date, you know. <sighs> oh, forget about it. Forget about it. Just stream just, it. Just, just stream it. you got to take your card and just leave it behind the camera. I'm a big advocate for Cody and uh, all the streaming services. So, yeah, live long and bootleg. Um, do this thing as long as you're not taking off like sort of smaller companies and independent companies we don't do no, that no 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 indie stuff must be supported but you know the huge film companies like Fox and Warner Brothers like these guys have got stupid money 21st Century Fox come on man they got stupid multi-millions they might, they might even be billion dollar companies I'm not sure oh, def- exactly HBO yeah fuck them company. they can but, all go yeah they don't really need your money to go to the cinema like I don't care I will bootleg stream that yeah but yeah, with Cody, there's multiple streams available. And uh, one of the main ones has got, you know, they've been taken to court. And yeah, uh, so I don't know. I don't have a Cody box myself, but for all the Cody peeps, man, you're in a bit of hot water now, isn't it? One of the biggest streams has been taken to court. you got to be careful. they're going to have to pay 500,000 euros. If God they don't, damn. if they don't, um, if they don't take it down, if they don't watch themselves. Well, no, I think they've actually gone to court and... Uh, it's like straight up, you are required to pay 5,000 euros a day to the oh, maximum. Oh, 5,000 euros a day to a maximum of half a million, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know where you're safe. You're safe with Netflix, and that's what, we're, that's what we've been uh, watching recently. Um, I know, Kai, you've been watching the new Star Trek Discovery. We spoke about that on a few episodes past um, where we were looking at the different type of captains. But just talk on that, because um, there's been a lot on Netflix recently. Um, Stranger Things, Punisher, I've been watching She Gotta Have It. But first, we're going to start with discovery how you find that as a, as a star trek fan um boy 
I mean, I'm not the biggest Star Trek nerd. I mean, we talked about Star Trek on a previous episode, didn't we? And I, I didn't even know the name of Benjamin Sisko, the, the black dude from Deep Space Nine. Come on, man. That's my brother. I should have remembered his name at least. Yeah, but, um, but, but Deep Space Nine was the worst of all the Star Treks, arguably. Yeah. Even <laughs> though the name sounded sick. It, it was sort yeah. of like in that middle thing between uh, Star Trek Gen- uh, Next Generation what, and what the, name the one of, with the chick. What's the name of the blind guy with the visor? Was it Geordie? Lieutenant Geordie or something? Yeah, well remembered. He, yeah, he was dope. He was a cool character. And uh, obviously, Lieutenant Worf. The grease gangster ass fucking Klingon I seen Star some, Trek officer. He's my favorite Star Trek character. The footage of Discovery with the Klingons. The Klingons look next level. <laughs> Listen, I've watched the whole first season of Star Trek Discovery. Well, I think they've cut it in half. So they've done like a first half, like nine episodes, and then they're gonna pick it up like on some Walking Dead kind of ish. But yeah, it is banging. Like it's futuristic. It's modern. It's gritty. You know, like how um, a lot of these modern TV shows are very dark. Like, even you might have seen James Bond take a dark twist, a modern dark twist. Yeah. Compared to the Sean Connery and Roger Moore days, yeah. Daniel Craig is getting messy. It's real, like, just, <clears throat> it's gritty. And that's what they've done with Star Trek. They've taken a different direction. The main star, uh, Michael Burnham, uh, is not a captain. So it's usually the captain that's the focus. Um, so it's a, it's a completely different direction. It's a very diverse cast. Uh, Michelle Yeoh was in it. You might remember her from... Uh, uh, House of Flying Daggers and, and some very flamboyant Kung Fu movies. Um, and uh, yeah, Sonika Martin-Green plays Michael Burnham. You might remember Sonika from um, The Walking Dead. Um, and uh, it, it's a it's a very dope show. I recommend you to watch it. If you're a Star Trek fan, obviously you've been watching Star Trek for years already. You're going to watch it. And if you're just a casual fan, if you like sci-fi, you'll probably watch it. Um, I don't know if you don't like sci-fi if you'd want to watch it or not personally for me no, it's I've one heard of it's the good. best TV shows I've seen this year I've, it's, I've it's heard cold. it's really good I've seen a bit of footage um, s- staying along the lines of sci-fi and sort of into the unknown uh, Stranger Things season 2 um, riding off the uh, off the wave of season 1 which got everyone hooked season 2 was out and a lot of people just binge watched it and just blitzed I blitzed. did I oh it. you lot man you just blitzed the whole <laughs> second season and then didn't even give people like me a chance just to take it easy one episode at a time. Nah. Like it should be, man. It's the thing of the past, bro. No, You're it's not, man. It's excessive, man. That's old school, man. No, it's not. TV it's... is on demand. You watch what I want exactly. when I want. Bro. Yeah, when I want. I want to be teased. Tease me, tease me, tease me, tease me, Netflix. <laughs> till I lose control. <laughs> tease me with the Netflix till I lose control. Hey. I want your body, body and your soul. soul. Oh, Baby, girl i will never forget the first time i clicked on it netflix channel 204 Jeez. <laughs> press the red button and rewind the clip netflix netflix and chill because now netflix and chill like netflix like we watch netflix mm. but then we don't be after like not to go too much into personal don't like, know about what yeah. you're doing after watching netflix the man's married now isn't it obviously so now it's like yeah we watch it we talk about it we go sleep the whole point of netflix blood. <laughs> man ain't watching no tv netflix and chill was the was the was the was the was the foreplay can't you still netflix you put it on and that was yeah. the foreplay and then you just lean over and just yeah, obviously like, now and again, but... Two seconds into Netflix and chill. <laughs> predator mode. <laughs> man just Put my pounced. Predator boots on. <laughs> man, uh, man just pounce like Prince Charming, no consent, nothing. Oh, but no, but they know what Grease. it was. They know what it, they knew what it was. Sure they did. You, you knew what Grease. it was when you signed up. Like, you know you're coming over for Netflix, you're definitely going to get the chop suey. 
But what, can't you still do that with your wife? Like, don't couples, married couples, yeah. watch Netflix and then beat afterwards? Yeah, but yeah, of course they do. But yeah. they, they beat on like any occasion, obviously, because yeah. you live with them. Anytime. But it's on tap. But when you're single or when you're doing this bachelor life or when you're doing this Tinder life mm. and you say, come over, we'll just chill. Obviously, you know what chill means, isn't it? And yeah. so you do the Netflix and chill. You're going to watch something for like 10, 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. And then like you're definitely not watching till the end of the film or you're definitely not watching more than two episodes because you're just going to, you're just like, you're just, why you're just jumping on it and just having Man, sex on the sofa some people just don't beat on the them. carpet some people don't beat at all like beat the meat you know when the, when the relationship kind of takes a, a little uh, down south kind of turn things go sour the romance ain't quite what it used to be well I think that happens over time in any sort of relationship Damn. you've got to keep that fire burning 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 fire bun fire fire bun so yeah Stranger Things uh, Stranger Things 2 I was disappointed by it I'm not gonna lie I thought it wasn't as good as season 1 in fact I thought it was a reach what's your opinion on that how do you like them apples I don't I don't like them at all how do you like those I thought Stranger oh no spoilers by the way just in case yeah that is a big thing we should have said that so no spoilers but Stranger Things season 2 was amazing. I thought it was an improvement on the first season. <coughs> Excuse me. The first season laid down the the mythology and it built up the characters. So okay, you're gonna miss that. It's not gonna be as slow as the first season was in the second. No, season. it was a lot quicker paced. It was a lot quicker yeah. paced, and there were some aspects you thought, all right, I'll take it back. There were some aspects I thought, yeah, this is good. Uh, but they still built up. Like in the first season, they built up the demogorgon. Right. Yeah. And in the second season, they built. They're building up some next shit. Yeah. So it's it fun. was. It was levels. It was like, wow. It was crazy. I just thought I wasn't was expecting reach. that. That just went to next levels. You know what I mean? I was expecting to see the demogorgon return, but what we saw was just something completely like pfft, level one thousand. <laughs> wow. What is going on? Listen. Don't bring your germs over here. Yeah. Listen. I know you. Ride I'm gonna give you the luggies. I don't want none of your. Come luggies. here. Ah! Don't, don't don't stroke my face on the <laughs> Listen, just because you're on the underground with all them dirty commuters, yeah? Oh, bruv. But he, hey, for listeners, for the record, he didn't even like sneeze into his hand. He just sneezed that into the abyss. Out into the air. Oh. Just let it travel. You know when you sneeze, it travels like 200 miles an hour. Does it? Yeah. Scrap. <laughs> the sneeze goes scrap. <laughs> oh, we're not going to stop talking about that. Keeping up with the Netflix uh, and chill. Obviously, not with me and Cal. We're not doing Netflix and chill. We're just doing Netflix. Um, something I've been watching. Um, one of my favourite directors of all time, Spike Lee. Uh, one of his first films, uh, She's Gotta Have It. Uh, they've now turned that into a multi-episode uh, program with a great cast. Um, yeah, it's just basically just about a promiscuous woman and dating her different lovers and then just getting to know herself. But the music is amazing. like they And they keep panning to shots of the records that they're sampling in the program. So when you're listening, thinking, oh, what's that? They show the front cover, which is pretty dope. Um it's very funny, very upbeat. Are there any sexy uh, ladies in there, famous ones that we might know? No, no. The main actress, um, what's her name? I'm just looking for it now. She, uh, uh, Nola Darling is, is, is the character, but um, the Wonder Wise uh, is the main actress. And she's just basically on a journey through life, living in Brooklyn um, and then just dealing with her different lovers, uh, male and female. And, you know, 
just how she uh, how she lives life. It's, mm. it's it's really well put together. So I definitely recommend. She's got to have it. And if you're a couple, you can watch that with with your partner. And you know, it's a lot of lot of good uh, good scenes. If you know what I mean. No doubt. Um. So uh, I just kind of uh, wanted to keep it moving along into a little bit of music. Um, so we've got uh, a quick couple of shout outs to do to some people who passed away. Uh, rest in peace to Dr. Psycho, um, who was a member of the Ian Daniels Collective um, and uh, he was a, a radio uh, presenter on Bang Radio. Uh, dude's going to be very missed. Um, also and, had the classic, uh, thoughts, yeah, the more weed record, didn't he? Yeah, thoughts go, thoughts go out to here, his family and his friends and his loved ones. Um, there's also another bereavement. In, mu- in the music world, we've been reminiscing the life of Master Ace. Major Ace. I always get it wrong. Major Ace. Major Ace from Page Ago. Mm. Do you want to tell us a bit about Major Ace? He may, be, may have been more one of your heroes than mine because I wasn't that much into the uh, the garage and the grime world myself. Well, basically, he was part of uh, Page Ago, which mm. was a garage collective around the same time as Heartless, around the same time as Soul Solid. So... <clears throat> excuse me sort of late 90s early 2000 when garage was getting a bit darker and mcs from london were were rapping over beats but they weren't like they weren't like the garage um little bit of this little bit of that little bit of white little bit of black and <laughs> like all of that like psg and the mcs of ceremony and dt and creed which are amazing mcs they were more hard like lyrical barers that you'd hear on pirate radio and they just spit for hours, hours, and the beats were getting harder and darker, and the rays were getting darker. And he was just, you know, at the forefront of that. And obviously, he was on um, No We record, um, which everyone loved. And it's just a shame uh, that someone that we grew up with, uh, an inspiration, and someone who was sort of like an idol, who a lot of Graham MCs and people that love Graham and listen to it, or even Pirate Radio. Uh, followed this person and then unfortunately passed away at a young age so rest in peace major ace uh, passed away from brain tumor very sad thoughts go out to his family and friends um yeah so it's a sad moment i feel i feel in this episode we've been up and down we've been you know topical and then we've been keeping it Banterish, so we have been topical, been but we've bag. got so much more news that we haven't covered yet. Yeah, do you want to keep? Do you want to keep on with the music? I think let's keep it going, man. Let's yeah. keep it going. Let's, let's keep moving. So, um, with the music, uh, we've got uh, Rich Three Two, um, who's dropped uh, a banging album, FR Thirty Two. I kind of feel like that's a bit of an old. I haven't done my research on it, but I feel like that might be a bit of an old to his rapping ability and his rapping ways, uh, because. He really blew up and became popular through the freestyle videos that he'd done. And uh, one was called Fire in the Booth. And I think that might be the F in FR32. And then there's the R32s, which they do at um, uh, SBTV. So the Fire in the Booth from uh, BBC uh, Radio 1 Extra uh, with Charlie Sloth. And then the, the R32, which was like spit 32 bars on SBTV. Mm, so the title of his album, FR32, kind of looks like to me, it's something to do with him just getting his bars off. It was a very lyrical album. I mean, I'm not that I'm not the biggest Wretch fan. Like, he is amazing. Really? No, hold on. I didn't say not that I'm not the biggest Wretch fan. Okay. It just didn't jump out at me. I'm always liked his stuff, but listening to the album you played earlier, it's definitely a mature album. Uh, 
definitely a solid piece of work and it's more quality music coming from arguably the best MC in the, in the UK people are uh, yeah, saying yeah definitely arguably the best I think a lot of people rate him as the best I thought the album was amazing it was very soulful the production was incredible um, the lyrics are always like very thought provoking um, and uh, it's just amazing work go and get it Rich 32FR32 go support um, someone who's worked with Rich 32 is Avelino who done the uh uh, young Fire Old Flame mixtape yeah. and I kind of saw that as Rich and 3 2 passing the torch he's on he's on a, a record sorry to cut you with Rich called Hulk Hogan which is one of my favourite records that was off the Young Fire Old Flame project yeah that's a yeah. great record that's a dope record isn't it yeah <laughs> and then I ripped off my shirt like my nigga Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan. <laughs> leg drop give, he's, talk, he's talking about beating give Gil the leg drop like Hulk Hogan you know Hogan. what I'm saying ripped off my shirt like Hulk Hogan yo first you pussy open for a dope boy Get it weirder than the ocean. Jeez. Um, so yeah, so that was Retro 2 and, and Avellino. And again, the title of that album, this is why I think there's a symbolism behind FY32. The title of that album, Young Fire, Old Flame. It's two MCs coming together. Yeah, Retro yeah, 2 course, being the old flame, Avellino <clears throat> being the young fire. And Avellino continued his fire into this new project, No Bullshit. It's uh, an amazing album. I recommend you go check it out. Um, I can't dwell on it too much. I'd love to. I think I might write an article on it and put it in my uh, my magazine, Tech Hop UK. So you'll see that eventually. Um, also, Stormzy dropped an album. No. He won an award, didn't he? Yeah. So Stormzy's gone and won Best Solo Artist at the Q Awards. Um, so big up to Stormzy. He's kind of cleaning up, you know. He's just winning all the accolades and he really deserves it I'm really fair. looking forward to his second project of the strength of Gang Size and Prayers because it was so strong and uh, what was really pleasing to see that it, the ad, it's still being pushed the product the album and even like Tesco's had some big video, big advert of him and doing the songs and it's really positive to see grime artists and, and UK urban artists now at the forefront so the kids that are watching this and the artists that are watching this coming up have even more to aspire to and think right if he did it I can definitely do it and I'm talking about so that's really positive. Um, there's been a yeah, there's great push of music um, on the UK side. Children of Zeus. I know you want to talk about that. The story so far. Big up the yeah. Manchester Massive Connie Con. Shout out to them, man. I went to um, to see Talib Kweli and Most Def live at Roxy in East London recently, and these uh, guys are Children amazing. of Zeus were yeah. opening up for them. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, these guys are fucking dope. Their album, the story so far, is absolutely incredible. It's like it's more like a compilation of their greatest works so it's kind of like a best of album um and and you know it, you can imagine it just bangs isn't it it's kind of like a hip-hop soul kind of mm, vibe they've very got soulful there. uh one's a singer and raps as well the other one's a rapper uh they've got history being with uh broken english and the micronaut uh, was it micronauts connie con used to be with them mm. from manchester uh and having lived in manchester like there's a great scene up there so big up them lot yeah man um go get that go get that, go get that. children of zeus the story so far uh don't um, forget to go get that and also uh, we've got big no, no bullshit yeah we'll have you know as always we'll have some of the music running underneath to give you an idea and that's that's one thing our listeners like a lot of people say well, actually i didn't know the artist you're talking about but having played the music underneath or having um checked checked up on them after we spoke about them people have you know widening their 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 palette yeah um, broadening their horizon broad, yeah broadening the horizon or you know yeah sometimes our listeners say uh, yeah English talks a lot of shit Cal you should get them to shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and other people say English are carrying cow. Why don't you do it on your own? That's because he's a procrastinating bastard. But I don't even know how to work a computer. So without him, I'd just be sitting in a room talking to myself. Just um, having, having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. Nothing wrong with that, man. Um, Greece. Um, following the Children of Zeus, more UK music. Someone that we're massive fans of coming through in the grime and the grime wave. One of the new newer artists um, hailing from North London. Got a big up Capo Lee. Oh man, shout everything out to mad. Capo Lee. Everything mad. Jeez. And his his uh his EP Capo the Champ. One of them, one of them. Banging. 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 You know we like our we like our grime, but we like it with a bit of content and the bit the beats are the beats are powerful. Oh the light. It's got the sing along it's got the sing along choruses and the mm, sing along bars, which mm. is you need that in grime and then he's Capo Lee's nice with that. Yeah, he's he, he he's a barer, so we big up the North London Massive. Definitely big Shout up the Grime Lot. Go cap, go cop that EP, Capo the Champ. Good to see um, the new Grime Lot. Skepta's album, that vi- uh, EP, that Vicious Project that had the uh, um, Bass God and also had uh, ASAP Rocky amongst the um, Section Boys. That's really solid. That came out around Halloween time. Um, talking of Halloween, it was meant to drop on Halloween uh, t- entitled Freddy vs. Jason. The Fabulous and Jadakiss album slash project, whatever you want to call it, didn't drop over Halloween and wasn't called Freddy vs. Jason, but in fact dropped on Black Friday, entitled Friday on Elm Street. And I'm a massive Fabulous fan, as you know. I'm a big Jadakiss fan, as you know. Big Locks and D-Block. Um, Cal, Cal's a big... Uh, Jade a fan as well and we started to listen to listen to it and a couple records are just just lyrics for lyrics just lyricism and bars bars and then with this day and age of all this uh, all this drug rap and mumble rap and yeah. trap rap and all this stuff which is cool to an extent for younger people but you definitely need to yeah I said for younger people yeah that's what I said yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, yeah. You know I know you're not going to listen to uh, like your, your little pump your little ooh good again 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 only ooh I listen to is from young M.A. Anyway, the Jada Kiss and Fab has bars, lyrics. We need that, um, but sort of not like lyrics. You know what though? Not lyrics over your head. Not like lyrics, like not, not like Eminem, like lyrical, physical, miracle, spiritual, mm. like that. Walk. That record Beyonce is cool, but I need some bars. I need some. I need some Sci High Prince. The Sci High Prince. You know album. what? Before we move on though, there was that one track no, dope where on Sunday. Fab was spitting and spitting and spitting. You were feeling it. And he was just saying stuff that was going right over my head because he kept name dropping. He's like, oh, he said, name like, dropping this American person, name dropping that American person. That was basketball. And, yeah, and I just didn't know who the fuck these Americans were that he was talking about. So for me, I couldn't relate to it. That's why I've always felt Jada Kiss more than Fab because Jada just spits the bot. Like Jada comes in and his voice is raspy and he just spits bars. Like it's not mad complicated where you have to figure shit out. But you want to figure some shit out. You have to know who he's talking about. It's just bars and you're like, oh, that was dope. But I like that about fabulous the fact that he'll drop a lyric and then months later you might listen to the lyric again or you might actually think oh I get it now that is always good that is amazing and that's why I say like Ghostface and Raekwon from Wu-Tang Clan were amazing that they had that slang but with Fab I feel Fab has got the more metaphors and similes and clever double entendre double entendre la je ne sais quoi la je ne sais quoi and, and, and Jada kisses I can't do the laughter <laughs> Now that sounded dead as well <laughs> Now that sounded Don't even do it a third time just... <laughs> Nice <laughs> But Jada's got the hard bars Like 
you know, just in the trenches, in the gutter. Mm. So it's got, it's and it's a yin to the yang. It's like the hard, yes. gritty New York yonkers, mm. wearing camouflage, Why rough yo. riders, Wyo, Jada Kiss, smoking like, smoking that mad weed. Philly. Philly Blunts. Man, and then you got then you got the fabulous who's like Brooklyn, but he's like, it's almost like he's from Harlem because it's yeah, flossy. Super fly Harlem type Super of flashy, shit. like double five double XL, <laughs> big fitted, big chains. You know what I mean? But then he, now he's coming with the with the with the smooth flows and this of the strength of the, the fabulous mixtapes, the soul tapes, uh, which were for me, hands down, just greatest mixtape project. Like just I can't think of a bit like I'm trying to think of better mixtape project pro- collaboratively how it was put together. It's dope because they're two very well liked artists two coming of, together. Two two legends. Yeah, they can both make good sort of commercial radio friendly records yeah. and make for the streets. Mm. They can both wrap their ass off with yes. freestyles and rings. They've they've always been on par with other artists. They've gone on with. They both had with. hits as well. They've all got hits. They're just sick. So I'm definitely going to get. But James got more hits though. Who than Fab? Yeah. What? what? Remember, he was in the locks. Yeah, hits. Yeah. Like radio friendly bangers. But he was in the locks doing things with Biggie back in the 90s. We're talking, no, but you're saying hits though. We're not saying like monumental records. We're saying hits. Fabulous beats him hands down. What hit has Fabulous got? I don't even know his hits. He had the Superwoman record with Lil Mo. I've never heard of it. <sighs> what? He had the record with um, Hullabat, Young and Ooh Ooh. Like first Neptune stuff. Wasn't Listen that, to the two way. Wasn't that like some underground? Kind no, of. man. He had record like a uh, baby. Hollaback was a big tune. Uh, this, um, you're my baby, baby. I see some ladies tonight, and he flipped the big verse. You, so I'm saying he's flipping a big verse, but no, Jada you Kiss got, no, was on tune no, with big. No, no, That's listeners, the difference, listeners, no, That's no, no, no. Jada no. over Fab all day. I don't care. Yeah, you can say that. That's cool. Like Jada's got arguably the best verse on Biggie's life after death, like that. That's, um, that's Jada. This is who we're talking about. Yeah, but you're saying who's got their hits? No, but everything Jada's just Jada's just Jada kissing it like. Fab, yeah, but no, yeah, I'm not disputing that. But you're, to, to I'm thank not his dis- lucky stars that Jada kiss wants to work. Oh, with. this guy, not the other way around. What are you talking it? about? They're both on par. They're both yeah, like, yeah, they're both dope. They're both dope. It's like boxers. One's a silky smooth boxer. This is like bang, bang, smooth. One, two, three, and then Jada's is like. Do, 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 pow, pow, pow. So they don't both complement each other wonderfully well. They do. They make a good team. They do. And that's why the project is fire. And that's what I'm going to listen to on, on the Bringing New York back, back to the nah, forefront. New York's always been there, man. And also talking about lyrics, like the lyricism, it never went, but it's back in a way. It's one of my favourite, easily one of my favourite of all time. Sci High the Prince, the No Dope on Sunday. He's um, not from New York. No, he's from Atlanta. And anything with Kanye West gets my blessing. Uh, he's worked with him closely on this, signed to good music. Uh, he's written for, I think he wrote with Paul McCartney and Rihanna record with, with him, Beyonce. Uh, but he's just a bar like amazing bar like top lyricist. Top, top, top. Like you put him in the, you could put, you. I would put him in the category with, with Fab and Jada for lyricism and he's Royce. Good. And Royce. And 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 Jade and um, Joe Cole and Cole. Kendrick. Uh, what did I say? Joe Cole. Yeah. Yeah. He's a top rapper as well. When he's got in his West Ham days. He's like, oi! For me, Joe Cole's one of the greatest English footballers. Do you remember when produced. he signed for what's that French team? Was it Marseille? And they made him sing a song. He scored one of the greatest World Cup goals. He, he, he scored one of the greatest World Cup goals as he well. Sang the Sweden. Londoner song. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. <laughs> that I love London time. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Cole. And shout out to J. Cole, who's arguably the, the greatest lyricist in the game. Nah, it's got to be. Arguably. Yeah. Arguably, okay. Yeah, I mean, people mostly say Kendrick, but I think if you listen to it, 
a lot of the time Kendrick has really good concepts and he spits so fast and he makes it sound all mad crazy. But if you actually listen to it, he's not saying a whole lot in the bars. But when you listen to J. Cole, bars are just every line, slow, concise, bang, 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 bang. J. Cole is fucking dope. He is. Um, another great artist who some people are saying is like one of the greatest lyricism or artists of all time. Uh, the Moist God, Drake. Um, Drake announces OVO store opening in London. The Toronto rapper has opened up a pop-up shop. Opened in... up like a clam. <laughs> <laughs> the moist guy. Hey, Drake probably does open up like that. But um, <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> Moist God. Um, I'm only joking. Um, so those that don't know what a pop-up shop is, is basically a trendy name for uh, a shop that just opens up for like a month. And then... Hot minute. Hot minute. It's all hype. So basically, Drake has opened up one uh, in London, selling all OVO, uh, his labels, uh, merchandise with an owl on it. Um, Do you like oof, their merch? She's all right. She's tasty. There's a, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, the girl with uh, the tracksuit, the golden black... Um, so yeah, and he's doing collaborations with Stone Island and Air Jordan. Um, yeah, and it's just more hype. She's a hot model. America's next hot model. I wouldn't expect anything else for Drake, man. He only gets the hot, the top of top. So yeah, that'd be interesting. What do you think of their clothing though? You know, it's, it's not for me. I don't mind it, you know. I like the logo, man. I, the owl. I, honestly, I think I would rock over your gums because I think it looks decent. I'd wear her. Oof. I wouldn't want to um, spend the pee, though, because they're going to cost silly yeah, money. how much is it? See, that's the thing with clothes in the pop-up shops. They're um, ridiculously expensive, and it's just a hype thing. But now, fair play to all those people that love queuing up outside for hours for clothes and shop for trainers and T-shirts. And, iPhones and shit. Yeah, like the Supreme stuff. They're, um, they're going mad. But yeah, also on another note of Drake, a, another pop-up shop. I don't know if he's actually been linked in with this one officially but there is a drake themed chicken shop check this one out listeners a drake themed chicken shop has opened up in glasgow uh drake is spreading his wings brr, brr, with a new chicken shop um, <laughs> um such things as a wing and a prayer um and the controller Caribbean chicken is on sale to buy. Um, that would be interesting. It would certainly beat Morley's or, or Dixie's round here. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, a wing and a prayer. I think I'd pop in there and grab a quick bit of chicken. And it's see all the way in up. Glasgow, man. Like, of all the places to put fried chicken, maybe it's the irony. Maybe they don't want to put it in, like, parts of London. But why the hell Glasgow? Oh, maybe it's just, like, two guys like you and me that like to eat chicken. And maybe they're actually from Glasgow. And they thought... What if we call our establishment a wing and a prayer and themed it around Drake? Unofficially. You know? And it's a pop-up store, so you can't really sue like a pop-up shop, can you? Because they'll be fucking closed down and gone before your lawsuit even gets to you'd be, yeah, You'd be making that money and just, just <laughs> out the back door of all the chicken. That's definitely a trail of A trail of chicken wings just like leading you to the bank. To a trail of busy. feathers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a bootleg store. I love it, though. Do but your thing. Get your money, man. Five pound entry. Got you a drink and some food, was it? And I'm sure they're playing Drake music. Mm. Um, five pound entry for a bit of food and that's not bad yeah it's not bad especially in Glasgow like I'm, I know there's a lot that goes on in Glasgow shout out to Glasgow with the, heads with the students but something like that would make everyone go to it what's the best thing to come out of Glasgow I reckon it's a Glasgow kiss What? what's that bang headbutt <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Glasgow Rangers Ali McCoist 
Fucking hell. Ali McQuay is the best thing to come out of Glasgow. That's dope. Oh, um, wasn't there a rap crew from Scotland? Young Father. I played football against the black guy. He's Scottish. Yeah. Uh, and they were signed to Big Dada or someone. It was a football tournament that I played at and we smashed them up. Go well, on, not him. He was on. blessed, but... What about today? You was playing football earlier, wasn't it? Did you get any goals? Yeah, a couple, but I got caught up in the traffic, man. The North Circular was mad. Saturday morning. You score no goals. What are you talking about, man? Well, how can you ask me a question and then totally just disregard my answer when you know I can kick ball? Because you you kept moving quickly. He was like, yeah, a couple, but no, 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 no. Yeah, because you didn't bother to listen nah, to me. No, but every time someone Listeners. scores a goal, first thing they do is say how bad the goal was, isn't it? Yeah, man, I carried it. I beat this man and I cut inside and bang, and I put it in the bottom left corner. It was crazy. So, yeah, listen, basically, listeners, <laughs> this is what I have to it's put with, this, with this guy who don't kick ball, yes. yeah? This guy can't even kick a can on the road. He'd miss and pull his ligaments. Please, fam, if we went, if we did a one-on-one, you, I'd embarrass you. Bro. Oh, my God, you'd get absolutely burnt. You'd get about? cindered. You'd get duppied. I'd Merkelize you. Merkel. I'd Angela Merkel, you blood. I'd Merkel, it's the Merkel guy, the, 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 the Merkel guy, big up Jammer. But no, you wouldn't, Rav. Anyway, listen, I scored a couple goals, but what I was trying to say, if I was really interrupted by my co-host, was that I was waiting in traffic Excuse for like... Me. <laughs> I was waiting in traffic for like 40 minutes with a North Circular by High Barnet because it's just a madness. But what I have been doing on the regular is been playing basketball quite a lot. So I've been playing basketball, bringing it back... Putting in Are you work. bringing it back to the old school days? Yeah, that's it. I've been playing at uh, Wolverhampton Girls School. Um, just you know, just, running and gunning, just smashing these girls into the ground. <laughs> just dunking over dunking. them. Oh, get off me! <laughs> Knocking out bare teenagers out of a, just bare just, elbows. Just bare trash talkers. You stupid girls ain't ready. Wolverhampton School for hoes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> turning up in a girls school uniform and then sleep, scoring like 48 points in the game and they're going wow this new this new student's really good she looks a bit old she's got a bit of a beard and hairy legs but it can work are you definitely uh, short enough to get away from oh, the you, girl you idiot see basketball I'd murk you as well um I don't want to hurt your ankles. I'll give you the quick crossover the uh, uh, uh. not gonna lie to you I don't think I'm playing basketball anytime soon so yeah, maybe. But then maybe not. Actually, the last time we played was at Turnpike Lane years ago. Do you remember that? And I remember... I did, and one of your boys came, and he was, like, drunk, and he bought, like, a... He bought a bottle of Hennessy or something, and he was like, yo, man, yo, cow, I'm still drinking, man. I was like, bruv, you're wearing fucking... You're wearing jeans and Timberlands, yeah? Yardy I think man, it, it was, like, man, jeans, still. Timberlands, a do-reg, and he was drinking booze from the bottle, and I was oh, like, bruv, on, what are you doing, That's them, them North Weezy man there, Halston, Stonebridge man, they don't really mind, you get me? <sighs> I'm <laughs> trying to play ball with jeans with a bottle of Henny or something. Not shit. on my block, mate. It's just straight fucking Kept it shorts and t-shirt. I'm not one of them. Yeah. I'm not one of them full kit wankers oh, though. Man. Some full people kit wanker with the headband and everything. Some people turn up with the headband, headbands, the arm the strap, wristbands. the wristband, the strap on the on the thing, and the and the long uh, leggings and like yeah, the leggings under the shorts and the full kit. Some Golden State Warrior full Some kit wanker. Jordans on like ankle length, ankle support, fucking trainers, but. You know what I mean? That's like when you play football and you see someone come in a full kit, you're mm. like, oh, you're some full kit wanker. You can't I, play football. I just came through mad casual and just hit Ben with the killer crossover. Bang, bang. Woo! Getting them points in. I, I remember that, fam. I remember that. That was a nasty little crossover when I warmed up. Bruv, we had to call the, we had to call the, the game. We had to call the fucking helicopter ambulance to come pick you up because your knees had buckled, bruv. You like, <laughs> one knee went, the other knee went, and you were like, you crumpled, like, finish him. Helicoptered the man out of here. Um, 
<laughs> hey, I'll be giving up them, giving up them dishes, serving those, serving those dishes. Um, talking of serving dishes, um, thirteen bizarre dishes from around the globe that even extreme eaters wouldn't eat. Cal, is there anything that you wouldn't eat? Bearing in mind we have got female listeners. I ain't eating any of no swine. What do you mean female listeners? What's that got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> don't kill yourself, Cal. Don't say that you don't eat pom pom, Cal. We've got female listeners. We need to cater to the ladies. You don't eat swine. Swine, my brother. There's no. a lot of people that don't eat pork. That's no. understandable. Is there anything else you wouldn't no eat? Do you eat? Do you eat crustaceans? Crabs. Lobster. Squid. No, squid's not a crustacean, no. is it? Uh, cockles. What the fuck is that? It's like some proper cockney geezer East End. Yeah. Jelly, no, jelly not, deals. I'm not eating that. See, I'm not, I'll, I'll do a cod and chips, and that's about it. <laughs> quick cod and chips and mushy. I had a quick cod and chips in harvester the other day. It was pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Um. So there is nothing that I wouldn't eat. I would eat anything. And oh, how do you like your steak? Uh. So I do my steak like medium well. Do you have it bloody? I mean. If it's medium well, there's not really much blood in it. There's a bit of juice, but not really blood. How do you do yours? Yeah, medium rare, like blood just gushing out. Oh. Like I've just hit a just hit a vein, like an artery, a main artery, and it's like splashing out like a fountain. Oh, that's grim. No, I don't. Of course, I don't do that. I have it like pink, um, or I have it like yeah, a bit of blood. Yeah, of course. Come on. Um, so where's this list of thirty? I'm trying to find the list of thirteen. People Most... don't film me now. No, I've got the link here, man, but it's killing it. I think I've had too much crabbies. Crab is another mad one, like crab and lobster. It looks so amazing, but it's so... You have to break it up and you've got to do all this stuff and it's it's deceiving to the eye. I do eat anything, though. Um, insects. I've got 13 most dangerous foods, I think. Was that the link? I always have to make it up. Freestyle. No, it's here, man. It's here. Look, here we go. In Mexico, some insects are considered delicacies. A man garnished his taco with magui worms. Uh, This seems average looking taco is made from grasshoppers. Uh, People eat grasshoppers. Uh, People eat macaroons garnished in dehydrated insects. Micronutrients. Uh, some scientists believe that in more co- if more cultures embraced entomophagy, entomophagy. Oh yeah, eating insects. Would you eat insects? I would. Yeah, they're supposed to be like really high in protein. Fro- frozen pudding, frozen pudding from fresh duck or pig's blood. Pudding, pudding. <laughs> Bill Cosby likes a bit of pudding. Do you know what my aunt? This is real talk, listeners and cow. Mm. Do you know what my auntie? Yeah, my auntie Sue calls pudding. What? Pum pum. Wow. And she doesn't even know what it means. Wow. So for years she was going... <laughs> Keep your hands off my pom-pom, Ben. She goes, bring for a bit of pom-pom. And, I'm, <laughs> and my sister and I would be like, yeah, definitely, like laughing. And there's always room for pom-pom. And would you like a bit of ice cream with your pom-pom? But she thought, <laughs> I swear to God, she thought pom She thinks pom She calls pudding pom-pom. Get in your pom-pom. <laughs> I've never heard anybody call pudding pum pum before, so that must be absolutely hilarious every time you go around. It was hilarious till we told her. I bet you asked for seconds with that pum pum as well, don't you? Uh, Dirty bastard. Grease! Greaseman. Um, 
A Chinese restaurant in the ancient city of Yogyakarta serves cobra meat in the form of hamburger oh, patties. I would definitely eat a cobra. Some customers claim the food can cure skin disease mm. and asthma and increase sexual Get rid of my eczema, fertility. Increase sexual virility. Virility. I'm my, my Yo, eyes are like mad. a natural kind of a stimulant, a natural Viagra or something. You know, in Jamaica, they Dog used, meat. Would they you used eat? this thing called stone. My brethren's in Jamaica. I said, blood, get the stone, like, bring back the stone. Couldn't get his hands on it. It's exclusive. For, hey, listen, if there's any Jamaicans out there and they got the stone, hit me up at Beer at Bants. Yeah. Social media. We'll talk, innit? We'll talk. Stone. Alternatively, got, got to bring the stone. Got to bring that in. Alternatively, you can. Uh, these hard-boiled eggs are cooked in boys' urine. <laughs> for for you, for your mate Cal, that was on the coach review, and a springtime favorite in the locals of. He's not Kevin China. Spacey, bro. Oh. Uh, what else? Dog meat. I know dog meat's popping in China. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, they eat lizards. <laughs> <Just casually. laughs> what? Oh, dog meat's popping in China. <laughs> it is. They eat it, fam. Hundred percent, they eat it. A young boy sells boiled rats on the side of Malawi. Greece. Uh, in Malawi, sorry. Would you uh, eat a boiled rat? No. Like, with the hair still on it and no, all no, of no. that? A skin frog is about to be eaten in Peru. Mad. Uh, I would, I, 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 strange I've delicacies. Frog, frog tastes like chicken. They eat it in France, don't they? Above everything probably tastes like... Would you eat human meat if you had to? I would definitely eat you, you cunt. Fuck you. <laughs> No, um, I think if it was like a situation like that movie Alive where a plane's crashed, you're stranded on a, on a remote island, there's no food, people are dying, kind of food source there, isn't it? Yeah, I would. But what, am I just going to sit back in my yard and just have some human meat in my kitchen and be butchering that and trying to put a little bit of rosemary and some cayenne pepper on that? Nah, can't really, you can't, I can't get jiggy with this shit, man. <laughs> I can't fuck with this shit. Uh. I'd eat most things. I think, yeah, I'd give everything a go. you got to give it a try. Well, I guess if you'd eat pussy, you'd eat anything. <laughs> pussy, ass, everything. Oh, <laughs> anything can go. <laughs> Listen. Anything goes. All right, if you was on Fear Factor. Anything goes when it comes to holes. <laughs> if you was on like Fear Factor on one of them shows where you got to eat like the, uh, the live insects like big fucking long worms no i wouldn't do that i couldn't do that no 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 spiders no no way man no way why why a couple of crickets and it all jumping around in your mouth bruv no way who would do that bruv? well they do it on on them shows don't they idiots do that bruv that are just searching for more fame <sighs> it's, it's a drug man it's a drug and we got the drugs for you we got that crack for your ears crack <laughs> Smrack. Get me. I think that was quite a good one. Episode 16. We are now legal. It is now official to the bone gristle. It don't matter if you bust guns or bust. Oh, I forgot the lyric. Oh. Official to the bone gristle. It don't matter if you bust rhymes sure. or bust pistols. Chewing that shit. To, to the third degree. It's like the Method Man verse from uh, Hell on Earth. Anyway, episode 16. Yeah. We've covered everything from music. It's your boys in the building. To tech, to news, to shopping. Oh, we didn't touch on shopping. Oh, we touched on shopping we a bit. We didn't touch on sport either. There wasn't that much sport. We're going to get him back on the next episode anyway. Right. We've got, we got a special interview on episode 17. Oh, it's going to be dope. Um, yeah. We touched on everything. I hope you've all been shopping and, and Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Get your deals in. Yeah, that's it. Get everything in. Um, I've been English Ings LT. At Cal Sirius. Please make sure you subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. 
iTunes, SoundCloud, all of that. Tune in, good stuff. Stitcher, do it. Just Google beer rap and banner. Right and just, even if you are listening and you are one of our friends, please share with another friend. Say hey, just do it. I listen to podcasts. Say, oh yeah, it. I listen to podcasts. Well, do, check out beer do, rap and banner. It. It's two friends. They get drunk. They, they get drunk. They talk about real life stuff. They talk shit. <laughs> Yeah, we do talk a lot of shit. But we're here for you. We're doing this. Don't forget the YouTube channel's it's getting soon once Cal pulls his finger out. <clears throat> King of the procrastinator. Uh, love him to bits. Anyway, beer wrapping back. I've got too many jobs, man. What jobs have you got? Just too many, too many. Just turn up, talk shit, go home. That's it. <laughs> Pull out, hop out, bang. Pull out, hop out, bang. <laughs> Episode 16, peace. We out. Are-